My fish is dead. And not just found floating, but all the way dead. I found him rotting at the bottom of a dry bowl, and not even on my first day back, but a couple of days later. I didn't even think of it. I told someone to stop by and look in at him, or at least I think I did. I was going to, but maybe I didn't. But I killed him. It was me. Parental neglect. And I can't even remember what his name was. I'm tired. I am so tired. I got back in on Sunday night, and now it's Tuesday. I don't remember any of Monday. I think I slept right through it, but I must have gotten up to eat or go to the bathroom, right? <sighs> I don't know if I can do this anymore. When I started this book thing, it was all new and exciting. I would be meeting all these famous people in controlled environments surrounded by security. All they would have would be their words, and how much can words affect you? Sticks and stones break bones, but not words. No. Words just lodge in your soul and slowly poison you. I've stopped answering fan mail. Sorry about that. I just can't right now. Gotham City took a lot out of me. The book is about three-fourths put together, but... I can't even get the energy to fire up the computer and look at the files. My publisher keeps emailing me, but I'm ignoring them too. But there's this one email that I got that's interesting. It's from the office of Hugo Strange. For those of you who don't know, he's the guy who is currently running Arkham Asylum. He took over about a year ago after the last one disappeared. Um... In Gotham, disappearances don't have happy endings. It's never, you know, dropped my phone while reaching for a Mai Tai, sorry. It's more like, we found something in the wall during construction. But I looked at it. He wants to meet with me. It's pretty vague, but it looks like he knows my work and wants to have a chat about supervillains. And I want to go... But it's back in that city. I just don't know if I can do it. So, while you're listening to this, either it ends here and you wonder why you wasted your three minutes listening to, you know, me mope, or somehow I found the strength to cowgirl up, plaster on a big fake smile, and put on a show for the very important man who can unlock the last part of my literary journey. That answer, I guess, will be revealed in five, four, three, two... Mr. Strange, or is it Doctor? It's actually Professor Hugo Strange. Professor, sorry. I have to admit... I was surprised when I got your message. <laughs> really? Why is that? I'm just a girl, fresh out of grad school, trying to write her first book, and this morning I was told that the head of Arkham Asylum wanted to speak to me. I've been following your work. You have? That's quite a compliment. But I didn't say how I felt about it. No, you didn't. That was me assuming. I'm sorry. Interesting. What? We've known each other for less than five minutes, 
And you've already apologized to me twice. Did I? I'm I'm working on stopping that. Someone I met recently gave me that advice. They sound wise. I would concur. You must not apologize for existing. You're for your place in the universe. So, can I ask? You may ask. Oh, you're really going to make me say it. <laughs> Professor Strange, what do you think of my work so far? It is difficult for me to make an educated analysis of your work without seeing all of it. I know that you've spoken to more of these inmates than you've released. How did you know that? Call it a hunch. Picking and choosing the results is not how scientific research is done, my dear. I don't consider myself a scientist. All of this work, and this is psychology, which is a science. You seek to understand the mind, especially the mind of the troubled. This is a noble pursuit, one that myself am pursuing. It is my hope that science may one day find a way to cure these troubled souls, to put their minds to rest. Wow, I, I hadn't thought that far ahead. This, I could also tell. Your instincts are solid and you listen. You ask good questions, but you are untrained. And worse, you are seeking answers from the borderline case. I don't understand what that means. Borderline cases? These individuals, while colorful, are not what we might call troubled. You'll have to forgive the term. Many of them have issues with authority, addiction, thrill-seeking. But these are simple issues to my community, many of which could be alleviated by therapy and pharmaceuticals. You don't see them as dangerous? Dangerous, perhaps, but only slightly above the stereotypical angry postal worker. So they're garden variety crazy? I don't like that word. It diminishes the struggle of those who are dealing with deeper issues. I'm sorry, Professor. And there's that apology again. The people we deal with here are deeply troubled. Dangerous to themselves and others. Their trauma is powerful, almost tidal in its strength on them. These simple questions, why do you choose a life of crime? Most of my patients wouldn't even understand it. Do you see? I do. I studied psychology at school, Professor. For a while, I thought that it might even be my calling. I hope my work isn't seen as diminishing to any of what you're trying to accomplish here. You thought it might be your calling. Don't you see? It is your calling. What you're doing right now, you're interviewing, chronicling, documenting, and listening. You might not know it, but you are already on this path. I don't know what to say. Then it is time for my proposal. I wish to give you limited access to some of my patients. By their own choice, you understand? I will not force them to undergo an interview. That would be counterproductive to their treatment. You'd let me talk to them? Thank you so much. I haven't finished. In exchange, you will let me read over your notes. 
listening to all your interviews. You want to hear all of those? Most of them are unreleased for very good reasons. I understand, but perhaps my trained mind will reveal something you might have missed. So, I let you read my research, and you let me talk to the rogues gallery? That is my proposal. Professor Strange, you have a deal. Wonderful. Now, here's how this will work. I will choose the patients you will speak to. They will be informed of your work, but you must not divulge any personal information to them, not even your name. I was told the same at all the prisons. I've been very careful so far. This is another level of seriousness. The walls of Arkham are not as strong as I would like. We can't take the chance of anything happening outside them. I'll be careful. And the next most important thing, you must not mention the Batman. Do not even allude to him. Many of the inmates' psychosis are tied into a love, hate relationship with him, and it can trigger emotional reactions, the kind I would spare you from. I understand. I hope you do. And putting my faith in you, young one. See that you don't disappoint me. Legible Scroll presents To Prove a Villain, Episode 19, Hugo Strange. Written by Kyle Olson. Performed by Shannon Jelly and Steve James. Produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick and Shannon Jelly. Follow us on Twitter at Legible Scroll. Check out our Facebook page or drop by our website, LegibleScroll.com, where we do cool things and answer the important questions like, what would happen if a struggling psychology major interviewed DC villains? You're welcome.